Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. Okay, well, as far as I can tell, there's been no movement on the MLB side. No, and well, we officially, we said last week, by the time people listened to it, games would be canceled, and we were correct. I'm, it's, it's hard to draft, I think. It's like, it's hard to be just super excited about the draft. It's hard to be excited about it. It does help to be a little less um, knee-jerk, though, because there's no, there's sure. nothing happening. So you can't be like, oh, spring training. Ooh, look at you. But we're drafting in a pure vacuum right now. It is. A va- <laughs> like a pure vacuum. And in some cases, worse than a pure vacuum, because you don't, mm-hmm. have, you don't know where guys are going to land, which we've talked about before. I mean, I mean, story, what is going to happen there? I mean, Freeman feels more likely to end up in Atlanta because of this. Oh, has that, has that been called, by the way, the... Freeman and Story. They're getting massive. Everyone's getting massive penalties. Freddie Freeman is averaging 19.23 across TGFBI, which is crazy. There's such value if he plays. If you knew that he if you knew that he was going to be back in Atlanta, <laughs> like that's that's nuts. And then Story is 35. Yeah, 30 almost I mean almost 36, 35.65. I mean that's People are barely taking him ahead of Sal Perez. Yeah. He's in the neighborhood of Aaron Judge, Shane Bieber, Julio Urias, Cedric Mullins. I mean, that was... No one took him, again, TGFBI specific, no one took him before 24. Yeah. Yeah, so it's very realistic. I mean, it would be very realistic that you would have something like Garrett Cole, Trevor Story, and Freddie Freeman. Yeah. And if you if you told me that going into twenty twenty one, you how did you cheat the system? Yeah, for that? Exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but despite drafting in a vacuum, I'm uh, I'm actually pretty happy with my team. I'm pretty happy with mine too. Yeah, there's I, I was getting frustrated. So I can't even I don't know who it was in my league who was sniping, but there are a couple of guys where I was just like I was doing I was doing the Gandalf just like. All his mind is bent on it, and then it'd be like some guy would get taken. Ah, oh, darn it! But I would have a lot of. I, I had a lot of. I've got a lot of guys that I'm that I'm liking. I, I brought the band back together. Trevor Story and Nolan Arenado. You are, Anfield. you are nothing if not a consistent drafter. About your for you guys. I mean, come on, Arenado is. He's so cheap right now. Oh, I, Arenado is dirt cheap. Absolutely. I can confidently say that the team that I own right now is nothing like any team that I've ever owned. Yeah. No, mine is, mine is, I have a lot of players. A lot of the offense is same. I bought low on a lot of guys that I have historically liked. And, but the pitching side, I, I have a lot of starting, starting pitchers. I don't know what to do with myself. I was noticing that, uh, that is not your normal strategy. No, very interesting. I mean, flyers you, for a second. You did get Devin Williams at the you know closer to the end here, which 
bring things yeah. back to bring like that was that was a pick that I fully expected. I think they're just there's there's a lot of uncertainty about um I mean obviously there's a lot of uncertainty about closers right now, right? Because that is a major source of information in free in spring training is mm-hmm. yeah, usually you have teams are naming their closers, you're seeing yeah. who's maybe going to be good. We don't have any of that this year and so you're seeing that I think you are seeing that closers are tilted backwards in the draft right now. Yeah. They most definitely are. All right, so you you want to talk about fantastic beasts here? I do. We have a little bit of fantasy. I do. I, you, I would you like said to say there's going to be nothing. I I did say that. I mean, okay, look, we have a little bit of time, obviously, but this 2022 is shaping up to be a banner year for our age of fantasy content, right? Like you it you is, asked me, yeah. does Harry Potter count? And I said Harry Potter has to be a top three because I'm thinking in some order, it's Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter in terms of our like our micro generation, right? Because we were the perfect age for the movies, for the Lord of the Rings movies. We were a great age Mm -hmm. for the prequel series. Mm -hmm. And obviously we were already predisposed because I think we were both into Star Wars well before that. And Harry Potter, we were his age. Exactly. Literally his age as he was going through middle school, high school. Absolutely. This is top three. This has got to be top three. Yeah. I just don't know if these... These uh, Wizarding World extended universe movies, like how we how we totally rank them, they're big, right? What What do you mean big in the worlds? I just big in terms of yeah, the amount of money that they make, but like, well, we're seeing it. I mean, I know we should talk about Harry Potter specifically, but we're seeing it across all of the three major pillars, right? We're getting a Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. series. We're getting yep. a Star... We, we've been getting Star Wars series. Star Wars shows. And we're getting... Yeah. And no we're getting movies. this... We're getting this extended universe of Harry Potter where your anchor character is Dumbledore. I think. Well, it's... Uh, um, it's What's his face? Um, this one... I, I would hope that this one is really Dumbledore heavy. Which one? Newt's commander? Eddie Redmayne? Newt. Newt. Yeah. Right. Yes, that's his name. I think I mean this this was the right direction to go for um extended universe IP for Harry Potter, I think. I yeah, I know, I think so too. I know I I and I really like the way that they picked the Fantastic Beasts yes. to like go go with cuz like I I know that I had that that like little throwaway book and it's funny that yeah. they like you know, it was cool that they made the first one. I thought the second one was I'm feeling the most confident actually for this out of the next out of the versus Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, definitely lower ceiling. Let's just be clear, lower ceiling. Yeah, such a higher floor. Wow, I, I mean, I think Lord of the Rings has the highest ceiling. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. think Obi Wan, the Obi the Kenobi series actually has like the smallest window. I think it's got a reasonably high floor, but also a, a rather low ceiling. And after you know, after that Boba, Boba Fett show. <laughs> That, that potential floor is like subterranean. Come on, Ewan McGregor. Okay, Ewan McGregor or uh, or Jude Law. In what? In just random British uh, role? Yeah. You. They just. I tell you nothing else about the movie. I tell you this movie stars Jude Law. I tell you this movie stars Ewan McGregor. Which theater are you going into? Now that that is really hard. I wish that you could just like, if we can match it up a teeny <laughs> bit. Um, there's a smarm to Jude Law that sometimes yes. just like really hits the spot, <laughs> and there's like a there's a coyness with uh with Ewan that uh, yeah that sometimes I need. Right now, oof! Right now, I I take the Jude Law. I'm like 
anticipating it now. I think I think I gotta go Ian McGregor here. All right, this week we're gonna talk about the Fantasy Tools official as of right now 2022 projections. I think these will probably change a little bit before the beginning of the season, and we have a lot of stuff that we're looking forward to in the season. So uh, let's discuss. Let's get into it. <laughs> let's do it. I um first tagline better late than never. I think obviously in a vacuum. This is not when we would want our projections to come out. Are these late? I, that's what I'm saying. In a, but that's why I said in a vacuum, right? Uh, in a vacuum, you know, people are drafting now. Ideally, we could have had these out. I could have had these March set 1st. up for... Yeah, March 1st March is what 1st. we should aim for. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, zooming ahead, we'll be ready for that next year. I'll explain why in a little bit. Uh, pitching and hitting are separate. And I'm going to leave them separate. Uh, this isn't a draft list. This is projections. So what do you think? Is that, I mean, this, this is your last chance to persuade me that I should put them together. Or if I don't put them together, what should we provide? Should we provide ways to get CSVs? I mean, what should we give people? Combining, combining the um, rankings is so tough. So understood there. Um, but people do want just a draft list. But this isn't a draft list. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, I, right. I just want a list. We could turn um, it into a draft list if we were willing to hand tweak it. If you, if we're not. This is, well, this is what we should do. Right. Okay. So let me just say. So d- draft lists to me are hand tweaked. You look at the list and you say, I don't really like how that looks. And you move guys around manually. Well, let's put a draft list together. I, I okay. agree. Let's keep these separate. One we separately different product draft list okay all right i can handle that uh so this so what i gave what i posted actually on our webpage, and you can navigate to it if you go to the fantasy tools webpage now uh is the hitting and the pitching separate yeah i mean some yeah there's there's some like you go through you're like okay okay oh okay and then it's like there are a few of them Obviously, I'm more interested in the surprises. I'm interested in the surprises more than anything else. And I highlighted so Kevin Gosman. Let's talk about Kevin Gosman for just a second. I agree with you. I mean, I think we're going to come up with the same. We're going to have the same takeaways on both sides. That it's like normal, normal, normal. Ooh, surprising that the model likes this guy. The the model really likes Zach Wheeler. And that's going to be one that we're going to... We, we're going to adjust down. Cause model loves Zach Wheeler. But Zach Wheeler... Right, the reason the model loves Zach Wheeler is because he pitched so friggin' much last last season. He pitched season. so much. <laughs> he pitched so, he pitched so much. much, and he did decently well the entire year. And um, I, I, the model just do you want to that. over under two hundred innings? Oh, under. I don't think he can. I mean, he, so he so he was two hundred and thirteen last year. Yeah. Uh, and I, there's no way. I don't see him. I don't see him making that. I also don't. I mean. You must be taking the under too, right? I take the under. Yeah. I mean, I think no, he's. I, would I think you over on that. And I and let's let's be clear. When we say two hundred, we're going to prorate that to one hundred and sixty-two yep. game series. <laughs> so, yeah, season. Uh, I think none of this like basketball annoying thing where we had to figure out what the over under was for seventy-two games. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Every time. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, I don't know how many times I had to like these numbers don't look right. And now that we're in an eighty-two game season, oh yeah, no, I had to hard code seventy-two games in there somewhere. I know, and so so now it's kind of like, well, again, I mean, again with the projections, 
should we revise these projections to when the when we have the final number of games in the season? Uh, mm, yeah, no. Okay. No. All right. So we are gonna consider. We're gonna stick with. This is what we're forecasting for guys in 162 games. We should probably put that somewhere in pen. I will definitely <laughs> put that somewhere. Obvious. Uh, right. I mean, the model. Right. So the way that I would use these uh, is not as a perfect straight ranking list, but as uh-huh. a. Uh, oh, that's an well, interesting. This is an interesting take on this guy. Like, there's there is some numerical reason to think that. Julio Urias could return top six value. <laughs> you know, now that now that you're saying this, I I do think this is late because there are several times where I was like looking at a couple of players. I had a general <laughs> ranking in my head, and then I was like, Wait, "What is this guy projected to do this year?" Because I because uh, NFBC has last year's stats, and it'll be like zeros across the board. Okay, cool, but what is he going to do this year? Mm-hmm. And I just wanted like a quick thing, so I have like. I have so many different pages open. I yeah, have the like the rankings, my rankings, are the synthetic draft results and yeah. stuff. And then it's like, but what what is he supposed to do this year? I don't even know. So this would have been helpful. Um, and I'm looking specifically at, at pitcher number 15, Chris Bassett, who I kept exactly. on. Yep. Synthet- synthetic drafting wanted me to take him. And I just, I have an aversion to Oakland pitchers that overperform the next year. But I like picking them up mid-season. But there's a lot to like in his, in his numbers. I mean, the the so this is uh this is the cluster analysis, and I didn't. I'm sorry. I should have looked up what what uh, podcast we've talked about this in before to give you a sense of what we're doing. But we're just starting mm-hmm. from the assumption that you understand our roughly understand our ranking system. Um, I'll try and get back to that later. But yeah, I mean, those. something in the numbers likes Chris Bassett. Um, uh huh. I mean, even even at this, 157 innings pitched. I mean, he could he could easily be even more valuable than this. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he could be more valuable than that. What is this wins model? 12 wins in 157 innings is I. That's a decent amount of wins. So you think Oakland's going to be good this year? So, the the wins model is the wins model does not have team specific stuff folded in and that's an interesting thing to do the wins model is solely predicated on how many innings the starter goes for in their average start and how many earned runs they let up in that and then i look at an average amount of earned runs scored by an opposing team right and then you and then forecast it out for wins Wins obviously are extremely uncertain we gave you very wide confidence intervals right so chris bassett well 10 wins between 10 and 16 wins i mean that's I, <laughs> most pitchers exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're kind of looking for here yeah uh another thing that uh, on the reliever side giovanni gallegos Giov- came up I as the most highlighted yeah just came up as the just consistently came up with the most valuable i mean he pitched a bunch of innings which the the model liked um the model liked that he got was, a bunch of strike out yep. there and he did get some saves so, in this year, he's pro- you're projecting him for more saves. Yes. So he is the best of the second up guys, in the sense that the saves model has to be. You have to say, I think this guy is going to be a closer to pre, or mm-hmm. like he's either going to be a closer or the second up guy. And if yeah. you're the second guy up on a good team, you can get and you're a very good closer. You can get 17 saves. Sure. Yeah, well, and and listeners, this is not setup man. 
this is like this is a Michael invented term, which I which I actually quite like. It's the the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some, somebody they're gonna get they're like they're gonna get rest days. Your your primary closer is gonna get. Re- I mean, who knows who knows what St. Louis is doing anyway this year with closers, right? I mean, yeah, this is the. Uh, um, He's he's the guy that husband. pitches on off days. He's the guy that comes in when the when the closer is blowing up. <laughs> I mean, like things happen. Interesting. It, um, I think that TGFBI. Where, where was uh, where was Giovanni and TGFBI? Pretty late. Oh, yeah, other than NFBC has him really high. Um, Giovanni was one oh was uh, ADP of one oh six. Lowest of eighty six, highest of one twenty nine. I mean. It's, that's pretty good for a, for a pitcher. I mean, that actually kind of slots in with where we with what these projections look like. Where the projection is, yeah, not not um, relative to each other, but where the projection. Well, I guess that's not. Yeah, I guess that's not really true. I mean, we have him in the we is that we have him as the twentieth overall pitcher. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that the model likes Ranger Suarez, and even before factoring in any saves, so saves would just be a bonus. Because mm-hmm. he didn't get tagged as a closer on my first pass through, or as a save guy on my first pass through. I, I mean, the Philadelphia bullpen is a uh, difficult thing. To exactly, I couldn't, I could not, in good, I can't, in good faith, tag him as a closer because if you tag him as a closer, he's going to get listed for ten saves. <laughs> like, don't draft <laughs> yeah. him expecting ten saves. Like, I can't tell you what's going to happen. I like him though. He's got the, he's got a lot of good stuff. Okay. So review these on your own time. We'll come back and we can, we will, I think we'll be referring to these as we talk about players going forward. Uh, but I have some things that I want to know what to do. Um, I have converted these to be object oriented to the max now. There is a private, I'm sorry to everybody, repository that houses, that makes these now. Um, okay. It will be public, I promise, before the end of the season. But for now it's in, we'll just call it uh, tools beta. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because these have been so evolving, even though we've produced rankings for three years now, good rank, like valid rankings for three years, because they've evolved so much, I've been loath to uh, lock in the actual steps. But now we lock in the steps. Have a fair, have fairly right. simple driver scripts. I think uh, I think anyone could run this now. Um, we'll see. We'll see what we do. Uh, I have a couple. I have a couple pie in the sky ideas for next steps here. Uh, I'd like to fit for the free parameters. Like there's there's a bunch of things that happen under the hood in these. Um, mm-hmm. Deciding how sticky clusters are effectively, how much, how important it is to be tagged with a specific archetype. Uh, and I want to do a little bit of testing to see if we can get the uncertainty bands a little bit smaller on specific guys. Yeah, we really do. And then I'm curious what else. I'm curious what, what else let's say you have all the pieces you being you now have all the pieces what would you do <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i i we we need to visualize some of this a little bit better and i and i do want to visualize those those clusters um that clustering piece or even present it at the end of it um yeah would be really great yeah i do i do have those visualizations no i think i think i mean you're already jumping to my brilliant next step which is you know what this is obviously this is web 1.0 as we've talked about repeatedly and we're i mean we just we had a text chain about web 3 (laughs) yeah point oh web 3 web 3.0 whatever it ends up being whatever other people call it we'll call it web 3.0 we're we're two 
two versions behind in our, our internet design. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think actually, I think the internet design is the important part uh, going forward as well. Um, like, uh, I think any visualization that we have is going to be part of a new visualization web design. Mm-hmm. So I, I sort of view those things hand in hand. So I think my question would be, what do you want to see from visualization? We should be able to make it. But I think that it would be it would be sort of helpful to have like like the spark lines, not spark line, hmm. but like the spark distributions, so we can really see how big those those are. Because there's something about like um, you know we so like if we look at who's a random guy, Dansby, where's Dansby? I just saw him and now wow. now I lost him. Dansby Swanson, okay, runs. Low runs, 87. High runs, 117. If we had that distribution, we had like a series of graphs next to it. Because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying, yeah. to, we're trying to convert the numbers. I'd almost, it would be cool to see that if we were to really get into this mindset of like, here's a number, sure. The median or mean of the distribution. Here is the distribution. Yeah. And show that. I just don't know. I don't know how we'd end up doing that. This is sort of five thirty eighty in a. Oh, I think it's the it's the Statcast uh, pitching stuff, right? It, oh yeah, yeah, a little a little bit like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we want to see is like oh the you know I was looking at Corbin Burns obviously for obvious reasons, and they show you what the they show you what the distribution of their pitches looks like. We can make that. Yeah, we can do something like that. Yeah, I mean we have we have uh, smooth values for these distributions now. Um, because that that's obviously how we're producing these um, these numbers, yeah. So, yeah, I think um, I think I would like to see those visualizations. I agree with you. Um, I think we need to do something with the archetypes as well. I'm not sure mm-hmm, what. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the cluster centers. Well, we done, yeah, yeah, we've done the presentation of who they, who those are. Yeah, I know, and those I think are generate. They're still generated. Oh yeah, they're in they're yeah. in the repository. So, yeah, I think there's. All right, there's a hard bit about taking those and you have to characterize them in some sort of way. It's really hard to say like, oh, this is the, you got, it's really easy to say like, this is the guy that produces, you know, yeah. here's the number yeah, yeah. one bin. Yep. These are the guys producing. And these are the guys that do not produce. <laughs> uh, so don't worry about drafting them. But then those ones and everything in the middle, if we're doing 12 clusters, you know. Yes. So, I mean, some are obvious, like, on the hitting side, right? There's always a stolen base cluster. And it's like, oh, well, those guys are super speedy. Uh, I would also like to move past Web 1.0 and have projections that update during the season. My question to you is, what does that look like? Is it weekly projections? Is it, here's what we think they're going to get the rest of the season? Like, what's, but is that useful? Who's that useful for? I, it's the rest of the season. We, I think that we want to have. Well, we don't, haven't thought about it this way. Come on, Ender. You have to look at the okay at at the battleground in a different in a different way. I, I think that I have wanted to see that, and it's been like very difficult. You, you do in in your head very quickly, like oh, it's projected for a hundred runs. He's at yeah. 60, 40 left. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I want that guy. You know, maybe, but we need that for the, the like the player picking um we need that forecasting device for the player picking and we really want to have that for the rest of season so i'm interested in trying to create that 
yes, we will produce uh, rest of season projections. I think I would like to figure out when we display these on the online, what's uh-huh. what's good for people. Like, what what do I want for our season? Right, when I'm trolling the waiver wire, what do I want to see from my from this list? And I guess just rest of season. Maybe people that have had big changes against their early season projections. Well, that's a big piece, right? Yeah, you don't want to look at the preseason projection when you know the player has changed. Yeah. All right. Rest of rest of season. I will just I will I will produce the tool for rest of season from any day. Can we from any day? Could we update that every day? Yeah. It's not it's not expensive to run these things. Yeah, let's let's try to put that out there. All right. And let's see if we can use it. I think that about brings us to the review session. Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns, number two overall in uh, in ADP here, because he had a great season. Eleven wins, five losses, two point four three ERA, zero point nine four WHIP. Started twenty eight games. Would like to see a couple more. Uh, One hundred sixty seven innings pitched, but but save the best for last. Two hundred thirty four strikeouts. That is an insane clip it's it's a lot of strikeouts and it'll be interesting to see if he can do that again um yeah he missed some games with with vaccine hesitancy uh and uh let's call it that be be nice to him and i think he got covid right so i make him different up in milwaukee but this i mean this looking ahead we'll talk about what he does but looking ahead this should be one of his best years. This should be. He's yeah, he's twenty-seven. As we pod, I mean, if if he's gonna have a best year, there's a good chance that it's it's this one. I mean, look at these percentile rankings. This is insane. These are better than Garrett They're Cole's. Great. I mean, these are better than They're Garrett Cole's better percentile Garrett rankings. He's his lowest. The thing that you have with right, and the difference yeah. in why Garrett Cole is picked first is because he's known entity exactly, and. Corbin Burns is younger, and we don't know if he's going to be the, like, maybe this year he only pitches 100 innings. Maybe he pitches 220 and gets 300 Ks. We don't we don't know. Well, I mean, it, right. And also the Yankees versus, uh, you know, Milwaukee. There's a higher chance. <laughs> so 20, get, 2020, he pitched, he pitched in 12 games. Uh, he started nine games. He was not even a full starter until 2020, really. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in 2019, yeah. he's only started four games, but he appeared in 32. Uh, he only pitched 49 innings and he had an 8.82 ERA. So, you know, suffice to say, big change. <laughs> yeah. Well, but this is sort of the nice, ramp- for the pitching side of things, this is a nice ramp up because you see, yeah. there have been a lot of pitchers where you saw that, you know, they finally, they finally make it to the big leagues. They have that 180 inning year they do really well and you're like oh, well okay we're ready for you next year uh shelby miller julio yeah. tehran uh, some of my old favorites and they just never get back because they they didn't have the right ramp up and you know a lot of there's some fantasy analysts some baseball analysts who don't like the way that pitchers are coddled earlier on in their career but they they need that ramp up and the shortened season in 2020 seemed to actually really fit Corbin Burns' progression, um, his career progression. So this year, I think a lot of fantasy analysts think this is going to be the year. He's going to get to 200 innings. 
He's going to get to 250 strikeouts. He's going to get a lot of wins. Well, it's also just a big year for Milwaukee in general, right? I mean, this this is yeah, this I is mean, a year Bucks where are making like, things real. You got to you got to compete. This now. is a year where things like if things are going to go well, this is it, right? They have three young dynamic pitchers, and they, I guess, have some hitters. <laughs> We'll see. They have some hitters. That, some guys that, that go to the plate. I mean, yeah. But the, the Milwaukee's going to try and get it done through their arms this year, and Corbin Burns mm-hmm. is going to be the leader of that of that crew. Is he though? Isn't Woodruff really the like the leader? I think Woodruff is okay. Woodruff is the like uh, clubhouse leader, probably. But I think Corbin Burns is going to have to be the stat leader. Yeah, he's going to be. If they're going to win, yeah, this is not. <laughs> yes. Yes, if they if they're gonna win, it's it's gonna be because Corbin Burns takes another leap, and Josh Hader stays I, the well, same. Devin Williams comes back from that fractured hand. There are a lot of question. <laughs> it seems like there are a lot of question marks. To be clear, though, the Corbin Burns leap, I I don't think there's anything. There's nothing else he can do on strikeouts. It's just upping those innings. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yep, and I mean he looks good, right? He look like his pitches look good he and it's they look hard to hit it's precision it's precision right i mean he throws four miles an average four miles an hour slower three to four miles an hour slower than than garrett he gets cole. his spots than garrett cole yep. and i mean that's that's another thing that power makes pitcher. garrett cole seems so much more dangerous with respect to corbin burns because you're seeing him put it everywhere and also it hits 100 sometimes <laughs> i don't think corbin yeah. burns hit 100 last year maybe he did for just a couple I don't even know how to. How to I mean, see that's that. his. That's the one knock okay. there is that his his fastball velocity is the only thing that's not that's not all the way up there. Well, because he doesn't do he doesn't he, he doesn't rely on a four seam fastball. He's got this. Um, he's got this cutter curve thing, which should, in theory, yep. um, the cutter piece of it. Should mean that he has a longer career. Yeah. If he can continue to place it right. Yes. And if he can switch it, if he can have that curveball, cutter curve. Wow. He's got some interesting stuff. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to like about Corbin Burns. I think that he is an appropriate guy to draft second. Yeah, because he used to have a four seam fastball. And he's not using that. Yep. That used to be his primary pitch, and they must have said, "Like you know, what? you're not very good." Seymour, <laughs> <laughs> really? Let's get that cutter it's moving. Really, uh, it's really not working for you. Yeah. Who are we talking about next? Max Scherzer. Okay, time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter. Fantasy Tools, mind the C. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, mind the Z. All I've got left is, we're select to you, buddy. We're select to you, too. Yeah.